Deja vu may come to mind when I start to tell you about today's case. In fact, you may stop listening for a moment and check and see if this one's already been played. I can guarantee you that it hasn't. And I can also guarantee that you may want to stay away from Minor Avenue in Hamilton, Ohio. I'm Christina. And I'm Kristen. And today on The Real Crime Podcast, we will be telling you all about the murder of Tina Mott in a duplex at 622 Minor Avenue, Hamilton, Ohio. Okay, so this case and last week's case came to us from a Facebook group that I'm a part of. I happened to comment and, you know, copy you, like mm-hmm. added you. And I, I was like, oh, we should cover the Easter Massacre when um, someone local to the Hamilton, Ohio area shared this, the death of Tina Mott to me. And I'm like, it, it, it's a little nuts because... You're not hearing things or confused 20 years after James Rupert killed 11 family members at 635 Minor Avenue. Tina Mott would meet the same fate just across the street at 622 Minor Avenue at the hands of her own boyfriend, which is really kind of creepy. I mean, there's definitely something wrong with this street. I don't know what it is, but I'm At not... At least that, like, little section of the street. Exactly. I don't know about the... The rest of the street may be totally fine. Like, I don't know. Uh, now I gotta I do some research. I don't think I would risk it. I don't, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. So, it was June of 1996 when young Tina Mott and her child were living on the upper level of a duplex home at 622 Minor Ave. Tina commented to friends about kind of how strange it was to her to live across the street from a murder house. Technically, she isn't directly across the street, but she's about two houses down and on the opposite side of the road. Sitting on her front porch, she would look over and see the former Rupert home with great ease. I mean, it was just easy line of sight right there. One evening, Tina and her boyfriend, Timothy Bradford, got into an argument, or at least that is what he would allege. According to Timothy, she lunged at him and he accidentally used a serrated knife to slice open her throat. Right. Accidentally. Timothy. Serrated knives aren't like knives aren't like. Exactly. Smooth to... Right, right. You're not going to, like... Accidentally cut someone. <laughs> slice something. You know, uh, Timothy. I can't even. Then, after realizing what he had done, Timothy panicked. He dragged Tina's now lifeless body to the tub of the apartment's bathroom, and he got to work. He methodically used 19 knives 
a meat cleaver and a hacksaw to deflesh, behead, and divide Tina's body into small, movable parts. From here, he actually went on to flush some of her organs and removed skin down the toilet. I can't. I mean, how so, does that start out with an accidental kill? I. <laughs> the whole thing is so ridiculous to me. Like, just the fact that he had the audacity to expect people to believe him. Right. Ridiculous. Then he went on to actually cradle her severed head in his lap. And using pliers, he painstakingly removed each and every one of her teeth, knowing that they could be used to identify her. I mean, this is feeling less and less like an accident every (laughs) second as I read. Yeah, it's like really crazy. I mean, this is probably one of the worst dismemberings that I've read about and that we've covered. And it reminded me of um, the New Orleans one. Uh, La Lurie? No. No. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. The couple in yeah, um, he killed his Zach girlfriend. and uh, yeah, Addie. Thank you. Yes. Um, honestly, it, it was really one of those situations, though, with this where I'm reading through it. And like we've covered some of like the, the biggest serial killers of all time on this show. And this is literally some of the worst <clears throat> dismemberment that I've ever experienced. And some people did even wonder if he ate. ate her. Yes. yes. Or parts they, of her. They definitely wondered if he... I, I would also wonder. I mean... Based on the dismemberment. For he, sure. You know, came out and said that he did. He wasn't, like, hiding this. I, that's the crazier part to me. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, let me go ahead and tell you how I ripped out each and every one of her teeth. Like, that's insane to me. Right. So, after this was complete... He transported the parts of her into trash bags and then took them out to an area near a waste sewage plant. Now, I'm assuming that he thought that the smell would be hidden and people wouldn't be hiking around a spot like a spot that smelled so foul. But unfortunately, it wasn't the case. So fortunately for for him, unfortunately for him, fortunately for her. Right. He scattered the pieces of Tina around the property and in a nearby body of water. He would actually toss her head and teeth away from each other, but into a close-by lake. Months later, while fishing in that lake, two young boys found a skull when they reeled it in on their fishing line. And that's literally something out of, like, a TV show. I'm pretty sure that I saw that as, like, a a CSI I was going to say, it's, like, the start of, like, a a CSI opening. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that happened. It was, like, a father and his son fishing. And they're fishing and they they reel in, like, it's some type of skeletal remain or something. So, and it's always one of those things where when I watch those shows, I think to myself, oh, there's no way. There's just no way that that would actually happen. Like, what are the chances? Well, it does. (laughs) It's all based on reality, which is terrifying. So the police came in, uh, but at this point, I mean, they had little to go on, considering that water destroys evidence, but... And there were no teeth. Yeah, exactly. So no dental records. Um, But with the help of forensic anthropologist Beth Murray and a tremendous amount of dedicated police work, Tina's identity was discovered and Timothy Bradford was connected to her death. Unfortunately, even with a huge effort, the rest of Tina's remains were never discovered. Timothy Bradford would go on to confess to each and 
every detail of what he did. It's absolutely (laughs) gruesome, as you know, and the way he describes it is just awful. In an excerpt from the confession, he states, nobody helped me do it. I did it all myself. I loved Tina. Like, his dismemberment of her was some sort of act of love right. or dedication. I, so I actually took like screenshots of the whole yeah the confession confession yeah. because yeah. it was just so crazy. Right, and he's just explaining very calmly how he did everything. Like and this, this isn't like a so obviously this is someone with severe mental health issues and some level of sociopathy. But this isn't one of the many serial killers that we've covered. This is just a guy who... Accidentally slashed the throat of his girlfriend. Right. Mm -hmm. And that just makes that... I mean, it's all so much less believable, as if it were believable. But don't worry, he loved her. Right, right. It's... it's, Oh, God, it's so strange. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, and, and, and frankly, I mean, if you could totally say something to me if you think I'm wrong, but if you dismember someone in a tub, you're no longer allowed to say you love them. Like, I just feel like that takes away your right to be able to say that. And cause I like, would agree. Yeah. yeah like you, you, you don't love them. You never loved them. Like, flat I mean, out. unless like someone's forcing you to do that. Uh, right. Like you're in a Saw episode or something. Right. Right. <laughs> like a Saw. Aren't they? Movies yeah, or is there whatever? Saw- oh no, you said there's episodes. like ten like, of them, so they're episodes. Okay, I was like, is there a Saw TV show now too? Like, because I know there's like four hundred movies, but <laughs> I wasn't sure. So somehow this twat nugget didn't get the death penalty, but instead was sentenced to twelve to twenty five years and only convicted of manslaughter due to a plea deal. Um, this is a great lawyer. Yeah. Like, probably the best lawyer. This is the person... Like, his lawyer is the lawyer that I am hiring if anything ever goes down in the world. For real. So no one, no one, and I repeat, has slit a person's throat accidentally and then methodically dismembered them. Accidentally. You have all... Pulling out each tooth. Right. Right. You have all the time in the world to realize that you're doing something wrong and stop yourself and call the police. On top of all of this, he used Tina's credit cards after her death. So again, not an accident. No. Like, you know you're doing that. Um... So he went into prison in September of 1997 and has been denied parole every year since he was eligible. However, for anyone who can math, which usually isn't me, but at this point it is, in 2023, he will officially be past his 25-year max sentence. This means that he's going to be released from prison in December of 2023. Actually, December 6th of 2023 so that is a little like a couple days more than a year we're like yeah we have a year and four days from our recording here so right now once this episode releases it'll be it'll be like like a year out yeah 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 terrifying so go ahead and swallow that and i just want to reiterate he dismembered skinned he removed flesh from bone And beheaded his girlfriend. Some people, like we said, either even allege that he may have eaten parts of her. I couldn't substantiate that, but figured, you know, why not say it? Because so creepy. 
Now, in the show notes for this episode, I've actually posted a link to a petition that you can all literally stop what you're doing unless you're driving, like pull over to the side of the road and sign it right now, which is essentially a petition to keep Timothy Bradford in prison and not release him. I don't see that working, no matter I, how many signatures it gets. I don't see it not working really, either. Like a legal way to do something. No, it, it totally isn't. But at the same time, like <laughs> worth a shot in my book yeah. like, to keep this guy off the streets. Uh, the, it's so bizarre. And I, I even say like the, you know, the justice system's super strict, but like it's worth a try. So, I mean, this this young woman who was a mother, mind you, she had a young child this young woman had her life taken away in the cruelest of ways. And he's just going to like walk into society and get to finish his life. At the time of recording, the petition had about 495 signatures. So like, let's absolutely see that number go up, sign it, share it, make sure the world knows how to keep themselves safe from this man. At the very least, if he is released, you know, people will understand and recognize his identity right. on a greater scale. Yeah, like I'd never heard of this case. Somehow. Right, right. And it's like this guy's just about to like walk out and it makes you wonder like how many other people are just like walking out of prison after doing stuff like this. A lot. Ugh. So Don't as, worry, we'll get to cover them. I, I know. We'll, we'll get to them and, and make for, you aware right? of, of everyone. Seriously. Hopefully. Now, as for the home at 622 Minor Avenue where Tina lived and died, it actually continued to be a rental property from what I can tell, um, which super awesome, right? Just think about that. Until there was actually a fire that started on the balcony of the upper unit. So Tina's upper unit in 2022, which is this year. Her floor burned and, as far as I know, has not been rebuilt. And honestly, like, I just want to wish all the peace in the world to Tina, to the Mott family, to Tina's child. And I really, really hope that this guy doesn't get out of prison. Yeah, I agree. Even one of her neighbors or former neighbors. Yes. Said that they would occasionally see her shadow pass by the windows of her apartment. Yeah. Which is really sad. It is. It is. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, guys, uh, we know this was a brief one, but definitely a powerful one. And you have work to do now. So get on that. Sign it. Spread the word. Make sure that the world knows about Timothy Bradford and what a dirtbag he is and how he doesn't deserve to walk free. He yep. just doesn't. That's all there is to it. Uh, so we'll be back next week with a new episode. And thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.